0: I'm Jenna and this week for fucking sex week, I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, a friend. And I guess we had on uh last season of The Bachelorette. Please welcome back to the podcast, Samantha Allen.
1: Hello. When you think sex week, you think Samantha Allen, you know? That's just what people have told me my whole life.
0: <laughs> And I think we did the math and you came on last time during sex week.
1: Yes, I think I was on hometowns. God, what season was that even? Have there been like seven seasons since then?
0: I think so. Yeah, it was either Clayton's or Gabby and Rachel's. Honestly, who can even tell anymore? But I'm very excited that you're back. Uh, For listeners who don't know who Samantha is, you are the author of one of my favorite books of 2020, which is Patricia Wants to Cuddle. And it is a like... Horror, you know, it's a, it's a spin-off of The Bachelor and romantic reality dating shows, but with like a, like a slasher edge to it. It was so much fun.
1: Thank you so much. It's coming out in paperback at the end of May, which I'm really excited about. Oh, I think this will be the first time I share this, but it has a couple of pages of bonus content at the end of uh, this edition um, for for the diehard fans but yeah it's about a reality dating show gone wrong
0: i just got chills because i remember i texted you as soon as i finished it i was like i need another i like need more so much more of like renee's like storyline and shit oh my god
1: it's not gonna be a ton but just a little a little taste a little fleshing (laughs) out of the universe um Oh, and then I think since we last spoke, it got it got optioned for television. So, you know, this stuff, things can always happen to things in development. I'm I'm trying not mm-hmm. to, you know, have it already be a foregone conclusion in my head, but yeah. potential to see it on screen at some point for a certain.
0: Oh, I love that. Do you have a vision of who you want to be, Jeremy? The- <laughs> Catch.
1: <laughs> yes zachary shellcross should play him <laughs> no
0: um
1: i really like the idea of adam brody playing him
0: <gasps> perfect yeah so good uh iconic
1: <laughs> adam brody is great at playing kind of like dead-eyed jerks
0: yeah so true so true i was gonna ask you i was like have you are you like planning on like suing abc for ip theft because Zach is Jeremy.
1: <laughs> I mean, he he was into crypto, right? Or is that a rumor?
0: Yeah, he is, exactly. <laughs> there's just like parallels I've seen to just like this overall. Like, I feel like Zach is nicer than your your cat. Yeah. But there's definitely just like you described it so well, like the kind of clothing he'd wear, his hair, the vibe, being kind of like a tech bro. Um and And just kind of like haphazardly going through his season, you know?
1: I think Zach is maybe a little more i suspect religious than than jeremy my my fictional reality t v show lead um but yeah, I'd say there's some parallels. I don't know that <laughs> I don't know that Zach would you know be quite as cruel as Jeremy is in the book,
0: but Mm-mm. I have
1: my quibbles with him for sure,
0: yeah, oh my gosh, so yeah, let's kinda get into it, I guess we just really there's so much to talk about with sex Week. And there really isn't too much happening in Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Canada, sorry, BIP Canada is happening again. And they've cast a couple of people from our seasons. Uh, Chelsea and Connor Catman are two of the more notable ones that are going to go. And, I mean, I'm excited for them to get better chances, hopefully, on the Canadian versions of Paradise. But other than that, there really hasn't been too much because just stuff's been heating up with this season. So before we you know, get biblical together, let's do a little foreplay, and let it, let's let get into your opinions on Zach overall as, like, a, a lead, and this season, as you said, like, you have opinions, and, like, let's get into it. Like, the season, for me, overall, has been better than I expected, because I think it has really tried to go back to, like, this, like, older version of The Bachelor, And there has been times where I've enjoyed his, like, decisiveness and kind of his straightforwardness. But then, obviously, it's been really going—he has been (laughs) just waving, like, all the red flags, you know? Yeah,
1: I'd say, like, as a season in an entertainment product, I feel like they're starting to get back on the right horse after, like, being adrift during covid I do really not like the him as a lead, though. I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe I'm just getting older, but in years past, like, it was easier for me to sort of suspend, like, that feeling of, like, oh, this person, like, it, I, I'm getting extreme social conservative vibes from you. You would, mm-hmm. uh, like... You know, as an out queer trans woman, like I, I, I have you get spidey senses for like, would you be cool with me or like, nah, you know, not to like prejudge. But like you kind of I don't know, you do a bit of a vibe check with people. And, but like for some reason this season, like it's really bothering me and I'm finding myself not being able to suspend my disbelief. I'm definitely a truther on like what he and Rachel talked about in the fantasy suite. It must have been Mm. political. Maybe it was about Roe v. Wade overturning. I don't know, like something big, some very dramatic, like uh, clear litmus test dividing line kind of situation, um, which makes me rage when he still talks about Rachel (laughs) As though, like, she broke his heart or something like that.
0: Truly. I was just talking to a friend about it last night, and I told her that that more or less got confirmed by Rachel, like, a month ago. She said that they did have, like, a very serious conversation about their futures together as a couple, and politics came up. She, like, really vaguely says it, but she's like, we weren't aligned in our, like, you know, our goals are, like, you know, are, like, big things. And we were, like, okay, finally, like, we get it, you know? And my friend was, like, well, why didn't she just maybe tell him, right? She wasn't, like, shaming Rachel, but she was just, like, maybe she could have said, like, hey, we're we're politically not aligned because she was, like, under the impression that Zach doesn't realize that's what happened, you know? And I was, like, I think a couple things could happen. I think she might – she could have told him in a vague way and he's too dumb to pick up on it. <laughs> just like didn't read what she was trying to put down and that if they showed it at all on camera they also they took that out of the edit because they wanted him to be the bachelor and then the other options are like that she just didn't tell him and i totally respect that because like i there's been times when i've been in a room alone with a man and i'm not gonna tell him the reason why i don't like him
1: yeah and i'm sure rachel doesn't want to like given kind of the leanings of the bachelor audience want to go on record is like, we talked about abortion and LGBTQ rights and women and mm-hmm. the role of women and yeah. families. And, you know, like, because we see how people get treated when they take more progressive and liberal stances on those issues. So yeah, like that. There was a lot in that, like death glare that she gave him when she, on that, like after the final rose, where she's like, "You really want to go there?" And I, I think some of that was like warning to him, but some of that was like, "Don't like, like hang Don't me out me to dry." Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Which he uh, continues to do because he's not able to read the room. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean the thing too was Zach. I have to say the shower scenes are so excessive. The only times we've seen this many shower scenes, I think are with like Sean Lowe and um, Colton, you know? And so I feel like the shower scenes are kind of an attempt to be like, like, yeah, he's conservative, but he's still really sexy. Right. And it's like the physical form is not what makes a person attractive it's like openness authenticity like ability to like relate to you you know like <laughs> like I'd rather oh. watch Connor B shower in the cat suit than like yes. watch Zach <laughs> like shower naked
0: absolutely Wow, well, so sweet and then you just got me again at the end <laughs> <laughs> no it's so true it's I mean I, I think at this point it's a they're trolling us they were like okay it was funny I guess and it wasn't but whatever people thought it was kind of funny at first and now I think they like are genuinely trying to put it in every episode as like this whole season it seems like a meme right they're just like sex week sex week sex week shower scene shower scene let's throw in the COVID of it all obviously they didn't intentionally do that but it was like they're really uh trying to be like silly goofy and it's it's not hitting the way they are intending to, I think.
1: (laughs) They should have shown his, uh, you know, I took a few of these when I had COVID last year, Uh, uh, his COVID shower where he's like trying to clear his throat in the steam (laughs) just in the middle
0: (laughs) of that. You're right. That was the only time we did not see the man shower because he probably was crying and trying to do the little like (laughs) shooting out the
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shoot at the nose oh god oh, so
0: good so okay that's enough heavy petting over the clothes let's get ball sack yes ball ball sack deep in sex week Um, formerly known as Fantasy Suites, um, another alternative is maybe call it Make Love Week.
1: Find My Best Friend Week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love. (laughs) Um, I will say, like, every time this point in the season comes, in every season, I usually disassociate a little bit, and I just kind of, like, look around me, and I'm like, how is it that this show airs on abc disney and that every other week i interview somebody they say they started watching it as a teenager with their mother and you know we expect them all to fuck each other in these suites and how is this supposed to be like a good christian family show and i just hope that yosef's daughter is not watching at home but like in reality how did maddie Pruitt even ever make it on this goddamn show? Like, really? Like,
1: Yeah, her and (sighs) Luke, uh, Luke P or whatever. Yeah, it's like I mean, on one hand, it's confusing. On the other hand, like, I feel like it's precisely all of the American hypocrisies and entanglements around sex like, perfectly encapsulated. Like, it's almost uncanny how well it captures it. It's like ooh, let's have sex. Also, it's Bad. Also, it's exciting, but don't do it. <laughs>
0: wow, exactly. And then they're like, uh, an engagement is so important. A marriage is so important. I only want to do this once, but I'm like, just just like flying in the seat of like reality, you know, and like dating multiple people up until that point. It's like, none of it makes sense, but it all makes so much sense because of the like hypocrisy of, of our culture.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, one of the things that I thought was interesting about like Zach drawing his line in the sand, which I don't think he should have done publicly. I think he should have just had that conversation individually with, each of the women once the cameras were off. But like what I thought was interesting about it was because his barrier was there, It sort of like revealed more about the attitudes of the women where like Mm -hmm. Ariel and Gabby seem like pretty different people. Gabby seems a little more like good girl. Ariel feels just like a little more progressive to me, a little more worldly. And yet both of them, wanted seemingly i think to have sex for like different reasons ariel for like i am not closed off to anything like this is an important part of a relationship and gabby from the standpoint of like i'm not going to get engaged to you unless we like check this out first um yeah,
0: absolutely yeah it it did it that's why in some ways i kind of loved it like i i um we'll get into like all the parts that really sucked And were really like hard to like, you know, watch and for, you know, unfortunate for the women involved. But I was kind of like, from a viewer, I was like, this is fascinating. This is definitely really like showing a light on the whole concept of what I like about the show sometimes about the camp of it all, like the performing of like heterosexuality and the performing of like monogamy. Um, within a situation that's not monogamous, you know, um, and how those ideas just completely butt up against each other, but also coexist at the same time, you know, case in point, Katie being like, I knew you probably would, like, who." it's fine, you know, but at the same time, not wanting it, it's also like, juicy. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it was really interesting to watch. I found Gabby's ITMs, especially fascinating because she was she wasn't like well like fuck that sorry can i swear
0: yeah oh please yeah
1: (laughs) but she was a little (laughs) i ask after we make a balzac joke um (laughs) but she wasn't like oh like i hate that he's like skittish about it but she was like well this is important to me and like honestly kind of like Good luck, like, not wanting to, like, have sex with me, like, once we're in a hotel room.
0: Know your worth, girl. I love that. Um, so we officially start off the episode doing one of Zach's favorite hobbies, which is dragging Rachel Recchia, as we said. Um, I'm gonna need Jesse and him to keep my wife's name out of their mouths. Yes. But at the same time, I desperately need them to release the tapes, as we just discussed earlier. Uh, I don't think there is really a fantasy suites, you know, behind the scenes that Bachelor Nation needs to see more other than maybe Nick and Vanessa, um, Nick and (laughs) Raven, or... Uh, Claire and Juan Pablo or Nick or Andy Nick's in these, a lot of these, sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> Peter and Hannah like I know they said they fucked four times but I need to know what type of intercourse we're talking about <laughs> just all the way around the windmill just covering every base <laughs> <laughs> oh no he's doing the windmill with his penis <laughs> so sorry y'all um okay So, because I guess Rachel is an evil succubus, Zach doesn't want to risk getting intimate again in order to have his heart broken. That's not really the real reason. The real reason is he doesn't want to get lambasted by a bachelor nation, in my opinion. After what happened to straight Colton, which is what we call Clayton, (laughs) um he doesn't want to get that same, like, treatment. But what he severely miscalculated, in my opinion, is that it wasn't the sex that was the problem. It was the I love you's that Clayton was dropping. And we see that Zach actually does a pretty good job at handling not saying I love you's. Like, Ariel, like, tries to get him to do it or just, like, expresses her feelings. And he just is, like, he just answers it in a way that's very, like, endearing and I but he's like I'm not going to say that kind of stuff and it's like yeah Zach that's that's really the only like main problem because everyone does know that there's a possibility that you're going to be intimate with the person in the fantasy suites
1: yeah I mean, this isn't rocket science. We have however many seasons of this to look back on. Yes, Bachelors have gone off the rails in a little uh, in recent history. And I think that like they've had some issues feeling like supported by production since like circa Mm -hmm. the Peter Weber era. Mm -hmm. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, even going back then, the game plan, whether you're going to have sex or not, is don't talk about that with the host beforehand you have a cordoned off time the only time when all the mics are off just talk then and like bachelors and bachelorettes throughout history since the dawn of time have gone in there and they've either had sex or not had sex had sex with one person had sex with no people had sex with all three and we find out about it on a podcast five years later and that's how it should be (laughs)
0: And that's how God intended it. Yes,
1: that's how God wanted sex week to happen. on the on the eighth day, God made sex week
0: <laughs> for our enjoyment. No, it's so true. And last week on the podcast, Jenny and I g- talked at great length about how we wish we would go back closer to that older style of not telling. And it all kind of came down to Hannah Brown's season, where it really started to elevate differently because she told Luke P that she had had, you know, her windmill sex. And, you know, from that point on, it seems to be a trend to kind of tell people, not always, but often. And, yeah, you don't really have to tell people that. You can make your, you know, because even then, you can even maybe go as far as to tell the audience in an ITM that you might not want to do that. But, like, yeah, don't tell the host, don't tell each individual person in the public. Like, go into a room and talk about it. And it won't make it less dramatic because the cast is still going to get quite anxious because they know that it's a possibility. So, like, you're still going to get scenes of them freaking out, like, thinking about Zach, you know, on these dates with other women. And you still don't have to, like, tell them anything.
1: Yeah. And you also set yourself up for failure if you give if you give yourself a public goal. <laughs> it's like walking onto a basketball court and being like, I'm going to shoot a half-court shot and then like <laughs> I'm going to land this. Hundred percent I will nail it. And then you you check the ball, you know? Like that was <laughs> the energy Zach brought. Instead, you go you go there, you say I'm going to try, but no promises. And then if you make it, people are like, wow, you pulled it off.
0: Because what it also, and I think you were kind of speaking to this a little earlier, where when it what it eventually revealed about at least Ariel and Gabby was it did get us, we got to see what they believe or what they like prioritize in, you know, getting to know somebody that they want to marry and that they do prioritize intimacy and things like that. But it was interesting because it, like, I felt like, maybe specifically with Gabby, it was, like, I don't know. It was, like, almost just, like, immediately putting the relationship up to fail because, like, you're just, like, taking this thing away. You're, like, setting – like, you're closing off the relationship. And actually, I think that's what Ariel was speaking to. So, anyway, he goes on this date with Ariel. It's normal, whatever. They go to a night market. They go to the dinner. That's when he tells her, I'm not going to have sex with any of the women. And she's, like, you know – you're being kind of a dumbass. She doesn't say that, but she's like, when you make such a strong like thing like that, it's going to make it more likely that you're not going to be able to keep that. And it just goes to show that's the truth.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it also, and this speaks to my my theory that there's some deep religiosity going on with Zach that factors into his idolization of Sean Lowe, is like, for Zach, like, sex is a special privileged like lofty like thing that has to be in a different category and Mm
0: -hmm. that's just
1: I I, you know there are people in our country who believe that and behave accordingly but I don't think Gabby Mm -hmm. and Ariel fall into that camp I think for them Mm -hmm. it's like there's a spectrum of intimacy in relationships and I'm not gonna like fence that off as this like Thing where it's like we're suddenly Jumping from like one pond Into another pond it's more like A lazy river situation You know and For Zach it's like there are these Rigid boundaries And and borders And for at least you know Two of these women it seems like It's more like well one You're like you're assuming That that's like Happening
0: (laughs) oh my god you're right Samantha you're right that's that's another reason why I felt so icky it's
1: like you're probably gonna want to you know open your legs for me and just so you know like I'm not gonna have you do that for me you know it's like Jesus dude like we're just trying to eat (laughs) eat some like Thai food like (laughs) calm down (laughs) yeah that like I fucking love Ariel so much and her reaction to it was so like what w- you're making this real weird by like putting it on a pedestal instead of just letting it be a thing that happens between humans. And I think when you have that what I think personally is a healthier attitude oh, toward intimacy like i think when you have that you're maybe less skittish about this situation where the person Mm -hmm. you're with might be sleeping with other people like you know Mm -hmm. up until you Mm -hmm. commit to them exclusively you know
0: yeah no absolutely yeah i mean i guess we just have to acknowledge that that's just not the way i guess him and a certain sector of our you know culture sees it but yeah i agree like you know it the level of importance that evangelical purity culture puts on sex is so damaging and it it's just being displayed right now again. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> even Katie, like you said, she seemed to be more like, "Yeah, I thought it could happen, but like, don't tell me about it. Like, don't talk about it. Like, don't
0: talk about it. I, I've already like
1: corded it off in my head. Is like, uh, this could happen. I don't want to think about it, but I know it could happen. But it's not a deal mm-hmm. breaker if it does happen. Mm-hmm. And then he's just suddenly like. He's just making it weird for for no reason. Mm-hmm. This is a this is an unforced error for sure.
0: Yeah, truly. It's like, again, it's I think it comes back down to the I love you's. You're like the people who've gotten really mad at their leads later on are because of the like intimacy of like feelings, yeah. you know, and not the intimacy of like sex. That's where the combination really makes it so the relationships don't last afterwards to an extent. So, you know, Ariel and him have the overnight date and we are led to believe that they don't hook up. But later, Zach does say they did have an intimate moment that was already making him feel pretty bad. Uh, Your opinion, what do you think it was? Hand job, oral, like what are we talking?
1: (laughs) I'll go handy. Handy's my guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Simple, simple, and clean. Um, I hate myself. Okay, so <laughs> Gabby, Gabby is second date and second place Gabby, I'm not gonna call her that, I promise. <laughs> um, we totally got Rick rolled and with all those previews, her tears were because she was feeling quite triggered. just this week in general. like exactly. again, case in point to what I said earlier, you don't have to tell people anything. They're gonna be triggered this week. Regardless, Um, because it is intense to know that your partner is with other people on some level. And she opens up to us that her piece of shit ex who she alluded to before was a piece of shit. He was extra shitty because he cheated on her and made her feel second over and over again. And she's still struggling with... The layers of insecurity that that relationship brought into her life, which is unfortunate. And I really hate that for her. We love Gabby here. She talks to Zach about how she feels extra second place because she's second in line of the order of dates. And Zach tries his best to explain to her that... The order means nothing. And while I do agree, it's like you also do have to understand that it does like it does matter, you know?
1: Yeah, there's some solipsism going on with Zach where he's not able to kind of like step outside his own shoes and think like, oh, like in his head, he's thinking it's not my fault that the order is like this. And what you need to think is the order is arbitrarily decided by producers. But from all accounts, I've heard. But I could understand how it would be hard for you to come after a date and be before another date, because it means waiting before and waiting after, like, mm-hmm. alone in a foreign country. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. that's gotta be rough. I don't know. I-, I hate to backslide further. We'll keep the forward momentum. But, like, the way he handles breaking his boundary to these women is also so selfish it's like hey so I've decided no sex ready for our date like cool let's go Mm -hmm. and he's Mm -hmm. not like I have a I have a personal boundary where I'm I've chosen that I'm not going to have sex in fantasy suites. How do you feel about that? I understand Mm -hmm. other people have different attitudes about sex. Do we align? How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Would it be important to you or a deal breaker for us to need to, like, if you're going to do it in public, Mm -hmm. you've got to like put it out there and like hash Mm -hmm. it out. And Mm -hmm. instead he's just like, I'm, here's the edict and decree I have (laughs) prepared for each of you.
0: (laughs) <laughs> accept it or you're going to get the Rachel Recchia treatment. Yeah. And as we mentioned earlier, Gabby's like um, yeah. I kind of thought I would probably hook up with the person I engaged to. So valid, so real. Uh, that's how I feel as well. And then ugh, she gets a villain edit of some sort. This fucking music that is playing behind her to the people who didn't watch Ariel gets like straight up porno music, and her lead up to the darkened room. Yeah, Gabby gets this fucking like, just like like a there's a it's like a thriller movie happening. There's just like some like intense like, dun 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 dun, dun just <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is happening? They made them
1: out to be like. I don't know like they made Gabby out to be like basic instinct like Sharon Stone and then with Ariel I was like this feels like a little anti-semitic to me the like Jewish temptress in like the darkened like spaces kind of vibe I was like I'm really kind of not into this portrayal of someone who honestly seems like I could be friends with with her like she just seems so So cool, so traveled, so interesting.
0: Yeah, so smart. Yeah. I mean, so smart, and like literally not into Zach at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she is, then it's good for her to get away from him because. Yeah. She, intellectually, she would... She's already running laps
0: around him. Absolutely. So, yeah, Gavisa gets this, like... She gets a couple, like, ITMs where she's just like, mm, he said he didn't want to have sex, but I don't know. Maybe he will after, like, his night with me. It's so weird. And, like, clearly she was just, like, talking to a producer. And I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Even if she said it the way she said it, it doesn't, like... It's just... Zach's a fucking grown-ass man. And... As we were saying, like, obviously he was setting himself up to fail because when you put such an importance on sex, it becomes, like, this, like, huge looming, like, thing that you can't, like, kind of come at in a critical, like, thought process. Um, I really did not dislike the villain music and the edit that she's getting and it's just, like, so sad to me. Um, we find out the next day they do a little, like, pretend where they're like, we didn't fuck. She's like... And this is why I think this is key. She's like, we just had cuddled. It was, like, a really great cuddle session. So she, like, lies on his behalf to the yeah. cameras. And then Zach crumbles, goes full Catholic sin, like, you know, needs to... uh confesses sins to father jesse and <laughs> <laughs> does this whole thing oh my god you know how i said that but now my whole perspective has changed like what are you talking about dude perspectives didn't change and it's like i need to, and he's like i need to tell the women and jesse's like are you sure
1: <laughs> yeah i mean like for once with Clayton, they were like, let's throw this guy to the wolves. Like, yes, yeah. tell all of them. Yeah. That seems yeah. like a fantastic idea. And Clayton was like, sure. I mean, if you think I should, yeah. guys. And But even when Jesse is like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe don't do that.
0: So then he goes to Gabby before he goes on his date with Katie and he comes in. She's filming some like ITMs and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like hey, so I just wanted to let you know that I I need to, I can't have secrets. I need to tell the other women about the, he can't even say it. He's like the, you know, like, y- yeah. you know. And she starts like, like freaking out. And he says the audacity, I swear to God. He's like, you're kind of looking at me funny. And I just wow. like died because he just like does not get it. She's like so stressed and she's just like, Dude, like, I didn't know it was that big of a deal. We consented. We made this choice. Stand by your choice. I feel a little weird that everyone now knows our private business. She sees the camera there. She's just like, this is fucked. And he just tries to, like, ease her mind. But just like, but I'm falling in love with you
1: yeah no America knows and and then he's also like oh and I'm gonna go tell these like two women that you've lived with and who are also dating me like exactly what happened except I don't think he ever tells Ariel did he no. at least that we were shown yeah, yeah. or maybe mm-hmm. it was like ah, well, why do I need to you know <laughs> why do I need to follow through on that close the loop on that
0: <laughs> yeah true and then at one point she has an ITM and is, like, I don't remember her exact words, but she basically alludes to the fact that she's, like, I thought, like, we're like they weren't going to say anything to anybody. And she's just, like, I really thought, I'm really being, like, blindsided by him because I thought this was going to be, like, a private thing. And I'm, like, yeah, girl, you just lied on the camera. <laughs> like- it puts her in such a terrible position. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I wanted Gabby to just be, like, well, bye, <laughs> tear off the mic walk away Mm -hmm. like you shared something that could have been you know uh could have led to their continuing relationship and intimacy and instead he's like Hold on a second. I need to go huddle up with everybody else and uh, disclose details before you and I can go
0: anywhere. <gasps> Embarrassing. And then she's gonna find out that she told that he told Jesse first too. It's gonna just be like when she watches this back. Oh, it's just gonna be so God. bad. Yeah, I need to go talk to Daddy Jesse. <laughs> yeah, please. She says at one point, in quote, she says, he cleared his conscience, but at the expense of my heart. It's like, yes, Gabby. Amen. And again, like you said, he's really, ha- he, it's hard for him to go outside of his own circle about what benefits him in these moments. And it doesn't make him a horrible person. I don't think he's a monster, but he's lacking that easy ability. <laughs> he, how old is he again? I mean, he's, you know. 26.
1: Yeah, he's a young, conservative mm-hmm probably religious guy <laughs> like this is
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is how i would expect him to act you know to i
0: mean, act, yeah so true yeah katie's date happens they decide that the best place for zach to tell her this is on <laughs> the set where they filmed <laughs> anaconda i guess i don't know it's like um and like to make matters worse god is clearly mad at zach so he just like brings the rain um <laughs> I
1: love this. I mean, I felt so bad for Katie, but like, I loved how uncomfortable it was for, for Zach to do his little <laughs> disclosure confessional moment on a canoe uh, in the pouring rain. Just,
0: the pouring rain. Their feet are just like sitting in like stagnant water. And I just like could not. It was so fucking funny. I will say that. I just was like... This is, like, a true nightmare, and we are just watching these two people just, like, have the most uncomfortable conversation ever. So he tells her what happened. He's I made these parameters. I did not stick with them. I fucked one of the ladies. Um, And I just think that you should know. (laughs) I just want to just be honest with you uh, in front of all these cameras about this and, um, you know, how you feel about it. And she is so great. She just truly is, like listen, dude, I really wish you had not told me I could have. She's like, I could have done without because I know that that's a risk involved with fantasy suites. And then she says at some point, like, I mean, it was just like, she's like, what would you what do you expect me to say, Zach? Like, what do you want from me?
1: It's a good question. (laughs) I think he, he he wants like a wants like a fist bump and then like a we're good, <laughs> like I don't know, but I mean, I think really what he's seeking is what Gabby identified like a purging of his conscience, you know, like it reminds me of my long ago Mormon days being raised in a shame based <laughs> religious tradition where You do something Mm -hmm. with your body for the first time that that feels good, but that you've been told is wrong. And then you're left with this feeling of like, well, I shouldn't have been able to like, I shouldn't have been allowed to have that. Mm pleasure that experience and it's like Mm. stop trying to make everyone into your minister jesse palmer just wants to chill out in thailand like these other girls are just trying to get a control of the anxiety of this simul dating situation and uh you're out here trying to like get everybody in the confessional booth and and play play priest for you oh it's
0: so true because like because I, and I, I saw somebody online say this, and I will say like, in the end, it is probably better that he was honest with Katie. Like, yeah. I I do get that, and so I I like agree, and she does too. She like tells him like a couple times. She's like, stop apologizing. Like, I understand why you did this, and I understand that you're telling me you're doing it out of respect for me. Doesn't feel respectful, but I understand. So I I you know I can we can have. It was, she's so great. She was just using kind of a lot of, like, I feeling statements right? like, I, I get what you're doing, but I don't feel good about it. Right. Because like what you're doing is wrong, but also makes sense. It it makes sense why you're saying this to me. So yeah, in the end, if he ends up choosing Katie, like it's better that he did tell her, but he could have done it privately. And I still think it would have been a dramatic moment. Imagine waking up and we get a scene in the morning of her crying i don't want her to be crying but you know what i'm saying like we get we get that morning kind of shot and i think that would have been way more comfortable and way more like respectful yeah
1: i mean i th- she handled it i think so well and like just kind of mm-hmm. walked him through exactly why it was so awkward i mean it's mm-hmm. impressive i i don't see why any of these women would would want to end up with zachary shacklecross mm-hmm. Um, but, it, like, if Katie, if Katie wants him, she seems equipped to, like, you know, run him through the, like, 101s of, like, human emotion, um, <laughs> like, for the first few years of their relationship and decide whether she has the patience for
0: that or not. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's probably the because I think she's a nurse, so, like, yeah, she's very equipped to, like, handle. Yeah. People who are who put themselves in a, She's like, a dire. What's,
1: <laughs> what's your guilt threshold from zero to ten zero right to 10. now?
0: <laughs> Nighttime portion. We're led to believe that she might not show up. Um, she does show up, and she can't look him in the eyes, which I was like, "Yes, girl." And they sit down. They have a little chat more. That's where Jesse reveals to us that he has like Catholic guilt. He grew up like that. He could never tell a lie. He'd always like tell on himself. Um, and that he just had to tell her and she just says, okay, and says, I think we could get through this. This is not a deal breaker for me, essentially. Um, we can continue on this relationship. I'm falling for you. It's fine. That's her choice. They go to fantasy suites and then we don't get a morning after. What are your thoughts? Do you think they fuck?
1: (laughs) I don't think they did. Which I think is interesting and I think that like I don't know if anything that I feel like that shows like that Katie has a kind of like evolved or like nuanced view of this like you Mm -hmm. know I referenced being raised Mormon a second ago but like when I was like in the church which I was before I was like 20 years old is when I left like like, you think sex is over here. It's this, like, special, special category of thing. And then when you deprogram yourself, you're like, well, this is a thing people do with their bodies. It's not the best thing mm-hmm. I've ever felt. It's not the worst thing I've ever felt. It's pretty good. It's awkward. It's strange. And with the right person, it can fe- it can be pretty cool, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. it just kind of takes it off the pedestal and just makes it the normal, weird messy, strange thing that it is. And I feel like Katie is like... Like going
0: to the dentist. Yeah. And so
1: the vibes I get with Katie are like, she obviously would prefer if like, he had only wanted to do that with her. She seems a little like... (laughs) a little bit of a rivalry with gabby now but it doesn't seem to be this thing where she's like well because he did that with her and not with me like bye forever i think she recognizes that relationships are many things
0: impressive i mean i guess so because i mean that was my fucking thought was like he's gonna have to fuck her now because she's gonna feel like he doesn't like her you know like that and that's why in which the whole thing is that we've been saying is you don't tell people because now you're gonna like hurt her because it does seem like I I'm gonna I'm gonna go down the path that you are on and think that she's like at you know at a you know higher level of of this but it's very likely that she's not and or anyone would be and that would like feel weird like I don't think I'm even at that level I'm pretty sex positive and neutral (laughs) And maybe going through my own issues of like, do I like sex that much right now in my life? I'm there. But I think I would still be like, okay, but what does this mean? That he's now not, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And also, like, after he tells you, but after he tells you, you probably don't want to do it. I mean, there's there's a key fave here. There's like a like, let's not talk about this. I'm sure there have been bachelors and bachelorettes who have nailed all three in a row and not told any of them what they did mm-hmm. with the other person mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. fine it is mm-hmm. is hannah and would say it's what we knew what we signed up for
0: mm-hmm. no, truly katie was so sluicy in protocol it was like amazing and i Stan, they all three of them were like sluicy protocols <laughs> and they're like, well, this is what we fucking signed up for. It's chill. But yeah, I just, yeah, I, I agree. I, I was also like, okay, I would want to fuck him because I want to be reassured. But then I, w- I was also like, but also I could go down the route like, oh, he's only fucking me now to reassure me. And not because he like wants to or whatever. and Like we actually have a connection, you know?
1: I think the place I would land at if I were Katie <laughs> and I'm about to be the crassest I've ever been on a podcast yes. is I would be Hell like, yes. Zach, I want you to go masturbate in a chair in the corner. <laughs> I feel like that's the right blend between like I hate you, but also I need you to prove to me that you're you still <laughs> want me.
0: You're so on by I'm gonna sit here naked, and you're gonna <laughs> and we don't, be-
1: <laughs> we don't say a word.
0: say words, yeah, that's okay. That's what they did. You hear it here, folks. Um. So rose ceremony happens. He gets up. He tells them, "I've caused pain. I've made mistakes. I then like told everyone things. I, I I went against my own like parameters. Doesn't tell Ariel, but her face is like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And he gives the rose to Katie. And then he gives second place Gabby her second place Rose. Sorry, <laughs> y'all.
1: The producers could have given her a break with that one. I mean, but, but of course they wouldn't after she no. says, my, my biggest fear is being in second place. Never, never say that on camera. Never tell them what you are afraid of. Make it up. Oh. Say you're afraid of clowns, and then they'll dress Zach up like a clown at the rose ceremony, and it will have no effect on you.
0: Um, he's already wearing his clown nose anyway, <laughs> and he sends Ariel home, and he takes her out to the like uh, driveway, and they have a talk. It's pretty emotional. I mean, I both of these women, both Gabby and Ariel, are fucking going hard trying to get a bachelorette edit, and I feel. Sorry for them,' <laughs> charity got it. no, that's me that's me being mean. Um, they are lovely, but yeah, she's just like, thank you for like showing me who you are and being the greatest person to let me like let my walls down and give you a hand job, and then they just say goodbye and she leaves, and she's she doesn't cry at all, which is pretty cool, um because he does not deserve your tears, you know.
1: Yeah, Ariel is, like, to me, she's, like, James Bond. She's just so cool. She's uh, untouchable. I don't know. She's amazing. I, I, It's been a while since I've, like, liked a contestant as much as I've liked Ariel.
0: I think I said she was one of, I think, one of two that I said in my bios episode of, like, who I would genuinely hit on at a bar, like, if I saw them. Because, like, a lot of these women are not my type. Um, they're all gorgeous, but, you know, not really my type, but, like, she's my type, for sure. Yeah. Um, and she's so pretty and so nice. And then, yeah, we got to know her, and she's just so great. And I really hope that she does well at Stagecoach and, um, Paradise.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I hope she, I don't know, but none, none of the men they would send to Paradise are, are no. good enough oh. for for Queen Ariel. That's true. <laughs> A strange feeling, standing her. I, I feel almost bashful about standing a Bachelor contestant.
0: <laughs> oh, Samantha, you're so adorable. Oh, I love that. Do you remember what happens in the preview? I Okay, so the one thing I do remember is that Zach tells his family everything that happened. And yeah. that's also like, no, no, no.
1: He, why, he, why does he need to talk about it with everything? I I this what's the word for like you can't you can't stop talking about something there's some one of those like Latin words for it or something, but yeah he he can't shut up about it. We do see him with a ring though, so I'm predicting like a more or less classic ending after all of this the whole up below. Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. he proposes to someone and is probably with with them now.
0: Okay, yeah probably yeah, cause. Now he just has to kind of get through this this hurdle that he got himself into. And I think, yeah, for better or for worse, he's more or less, you know, ironing out the the wrinkles. Except for, I do think, the potential to get things more heated is if and when his parents say anything to Gabby or, or yeah. to Katie or something. And it just continues to blow up. But, um, yeah, I do think it's going to be a pretty standard... Yeah, yeah. I think we've had too many seasons uh like matt and clayton's where they didn't have like two contestants at the like fully at the end um katie as well didn't have that yeah it's happening way too much i think they really do need to have both women go to the proposal you know platform of pain before so the show doesn't get canceled uh which it should be at this point y'all it's such a mess, but at the same time, I fucking love it cause I loved Sex Week. Thank you so much, Thank Samantha, you. for coming on and talking about it with me, and like bringing some really good nuance to it that I had not actually gotten to yet. So I've been thinking about it all day. It just it's
1: wild. i either Zach is playing extreme four-dimensional chess with public perception of him and the women's later viewing of the show and what they all think of how he behaves and what he says or he's just not very bright and plowing (laughs) plowing through
0: it wow and i cannot wait to see which one it is next week on the three-hour bachelor finale a blessing a true blessing everybody Maybe everyone makes sure they're thanking Lord Jesus Jesse Palmer because we are only having one night and it is three hours, which is brutal. But I prefer that than yes. the two nights.
1: I don't want to go to sleep thinking about, <laughs> thinking exactly. about this man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and having to do it again. Yeah, uh, yeah so they listen to our prayers and I'm so grateful for that. So... Yeah, thank you very much. And thank you again, Smitha. Um, where can people follow you and catch up on some news about your books and other fun things you're doing?
1: Uh, I don't really use Twitter very much anymore, but you can find me on there at sla writes. Maybe I'll use it more after Elon Musk uh, gives it away to the next lucky CEO. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram at N-E-E-B-E-S-S. Me best, mm-hmm. <laughs> and my profile picture is the cover of my book Patricia Wants to Cuddle, which you can find in bookstores and coming to paperback May 30.
0: Yes, make sure you definitely go out and buy it. I know a lot of our listeners have read it, they loved it so much. Um, and so if you're listening to this now and you haven't, definitely check it out. It's such a great like story about like finding yourself there's like oh, there's oh yeah there's queer to it there's like such a a great queer storyline that is really important and beautiful um about kind of unplugging from like life and and it's like it's a good commentary on like influencer culture Which, of course, goes hand-in-hand with a reality dating show. And the characters that Samantha wrote are very fun and very good. And you'll really enjoy them. So make sure you're checking that out. I'll have the links in the captions. And as always, everyone, just, like, stay... stay, Just drink some water. Masturbate, please, for me after sex week. We all need it. Um, And... Send me any more Taylor Swift videos you have found because I, uh, I'm in bad, y'all. <laughs> I'm in deep. <laughs> I have a problem. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Okay, bye everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Date card pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at JettyBoyJames. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at michaelajane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye! Bye.
1: Oh, hello.